When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. I'm Stephanie Safarian, and this is episode 97. You are listening to the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about living simply and sustainably with your family. Here's your host, Stephanie Safarian. Hello there, friends. Welcome back and happy holidays. I know I said it, the dreaded H word. It's nearly here, though, the holidays. Today, we are discussing exactly how to give ethically this holiday season. Now, if you're listening to this episode at or near release date, November 5th, 2019, you may be wondering why on earth I am releasing an episode about Christmas eight weeks before Christmas. Well, I'm doing this intentionally and for two reasons. The first reason is that when we're down to the wire with anything, but especially with gifts, when we're down to the wire, we make bad decisions, right? And the second reason is that if you are planning to make or bake for your loved ones, the time to get moving is yesterday, if I'm being honest. The time has come to get moving. On today's show, we are doing three things. The first thing we're doing is we're talking about the ethical hierarchy of gift giving. What does that even mean? What does it look like? We're talking about how all gifts really are not created equal. Next up is I am giving you five of my best and easiest, keyword easiest, DIY gift ideas that the people in your life will actually want to receive. And finally, the third thing we're doing, Act 3, is I am giving you my seven most favorite ethical purchasing ideas for 2019. Now, of course, buying is always a last resort. However, you and I both know there are people on our list who we need to buy a gift for. And I argue that if you're going to buy a gift anyway, you should absolutely be buying an eco-friendly gift from a brand dedicated to sustainability. So that's what we're doing in Act 3. My goal for this episode is to arm you with all the resources you need to make eco-friendly choices this holiday season with plenty of time before the holidays even arrive, and we all know that they will be here in the blink of an eye. Now, if you have never read my show notes before, this is the episode to do it. You are going to want to head over to this week's show notes because there you will find the directions for the DIY ideas I'm offering in Act 2. You'll find a couple coupon codes for the ethical purchases I'm giving you in Act 3. So head on over to this week's show notes. You can find them at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 097. 
That is mamaminimalist.com forward slash zero nine seven. So let's get right into act one. What on earth is the ethical hierarchy of gift giving? Well, if you follow me on Facebook, you may have noticed that I recently posted this amazing infographic in advance of the holidays called The Ethical Hierarchy of Gift Giving. If you missed it, I'll add it to this week's show notes, but essentially, the graphic is an inverted triangle to help all of us make smarter gift-giving choices this November and this December. Now, if you saw the infographic, you know that it's cute. It's visually appealing, right? But more than that is it's incredibly helpful. It reminds us that the bulk of the gifts we give should be memories in the form of event tickets and experience days, as well as giving your time, like giving special time with the kids in your life or giving a cooking class for a loved one, those kinds of things. Not only are experiences and special time incredibly eco-friendly because nothing's purchased, nothing's wasted, they are also a minimalist's dream gifts, no clutter. What I like about event tickets and experience days, especially if you are the one spending time with the recipient, is that you get to create some priceless memories when you gift in this manner. But if those options aren't available to you, the ethical hierarchy of gift giving suggests that your next options when giving a gift are to upcycle, to buy secondhand, or to make. Now, Upcycling is a great idea when it comes to gift giving, and it's often overlooked. I want to just give you real quick an example of how upcycling works in my family. My sister, who also has small children, suggested to me last Christmas that instead of buying new gifts for each other's children, we just wrap and give a previously loved toy. This worked so splendidly. My daughters were so happy to receive new-to-them toys from their cousin. They didn't have to be new-in-box toys for them to be happy. They just wanted new toys, new-to-them toys. In my house, we had two play kitchens lying around. Two. Two play kitchens. That's one play kitchen too many. My niece wanted a play kitchen. She had zero. So I put a big bow on one of ours. Every child was happy. The parents were happy. And we bought nothing new. For the kids. So that's what upcycling looks like in my family. In terms of making gifts for loved ones, that's where Act Two comes in. I have five suggestions for you. We'll get there in a minute. But you might be wondering to yourself what is at the bottom of this ethical hierarchy of gift giving pyramid? And of course, it is buying. Now, purchases are not all created equal, ethical purchases are a bit better than unintentional purchases, right? And so we're going to talk about ethical purchases in Act 3. We will get there. But finally, when we're talking about ethical gift giving, we're also talking about being mindful of the wrapping. Now, if you didn't know, now you know most wrapping paper cannot be recycled. So think about all the wrapping paper that gets put in a plastic bag on Christmas morning, right? You can put it in the recycle bin, but you're really just being aspirational about it. Unless you're buying recycled or recyclable wrapping, usually for a lot more money, all that wrapping paper, thanks to the dyes and the glitter and the sheens that make it shiny and pretty, it all must go in the trash can. 
there are a couple things that you can do here on the wrapping side to be more mindful in your wrapping. I will link to a dozen ideas in this week's show notes, but really quickly, I will just give you a few ideas right now. We've all heard before to wrap in the comics, and that's really kind of a timeless idea. But you could also take that a step further and make it more festive by wrapping gifts in that Amazon brown paper packaging that often comes in the box. It's huge. It's brown. It's pointless. Have your kids paint on it or you paint on it in white and make your own wrapping paper that can then be recycled. Last year, my daughters went crazy making their own designs for the wrapping paper. And I believe that when you put thought into the wrapping, the wrapping becomes kind of part of the gift, right? It adds to the wonder of what's inside, and it also adds, most importantly, I think, to the sentiment. Now, another idea here is that you can make your own bows from colorful magazine pages. So if you have a magazine lying around, instead of just sticking it into the recycling bin, make some bows. I'll offer up the instructions in the show notes, but just know that your first bow is going to look a little wonky, but then you'll get the hang of it. And trust me, just trust me, the gifts you give with your homemade bows will be the hits of Christmas morning thanks to these colorful and really unique bows. Now, one other thought here when it comes to ethical gift wrapping is that gift wrap and minimalism is an area, at least in my life, where my two values of zero-waste living and minimalism contradict each other. And I really just accepted this contradiction and went with it, but I am just not ever going to be the person who throws away tissue paper that was used once. I'm just not. I'm not going to throw away the gift bags that still have a ton of life in them or the bows that I could reuse. Those will never, ever go in the trash if I can help it. So what do I do? You guessed it. I store them all. I hoard them almost. I have a whole closet filled with reusable wrapping. And no, that is not a minimalist practice, but I'm okay with it because I just can't throw out perfectly good stuff. So there's that. If you can save some wrapping or some tissue paper or some bows, consider doing so for the planet's sake. So we're moving right along to Act 2, which is my five best homemade DIY gift ideas. Now, handmade gifts are the best, right? except, of course, when they turn out completely lame or you spend way more money on the supplies and you spend an awful lot of mental energy and time trying to make this homemade gift and then it just comes out meh, right? That is not the best. So I'm trying to thwart you spending money, time, energy on lame gifts by giving you the best and easiest, keyword easiest, DIY gift ideas. And I know that they're easy and they're awesome because I have tried four out of five of them. I've tried four and they are indeed easy. My first DIY gift idea is what I gave my family members last year, and that is homemade beeswax candles. Really quick, just a little reminder that the scented candles that you get from Yankee Candle or wherever else Those are made of industrial chemicals that are linked to cancer, allergies, asthma, 
depression, the list goes on and on. In addition, the paraffin in those candles is a byproduct of petroleum, and when it burns, it pollutes the air in your home. Homemade beeswax candles, on the other hand, are the healthy alternative because they purify the air instead of pollute it. And if you want the science behind that, the science behind the purification of beeswax is that beeswax emits negative ions when it burns, and negative ions reduce dust, dander, and mold in the air in your home. So there you go. Now, how to make these beeswax candles. I repurposed these cute little jam jars I found, and the three main ingredients you need to make a successful beeswax candle is the beeswax, the coconut oil, and the wick. That comes to about $7.25 per candle. You really don't need all that much to do this. You just need those three ingredients. You need a stove, you need some boiling water, and you need a repurposed coffee can. That's it. Next up is canned jams. Now, I have been talking an awful lot about canning lately on this podcast, and that's because canning is my absolute new favorite hobby. It is so much fun, and it is so much easier than I thought it was. Canning jam does not require that scary pressure canner. All you need to can jam successfully is a pot of boiling water and 10 minutes on average. You will need some cute half-pint mason jars. I've linked to the ones that I am using in this week's show notes. But my friends and family this year are getting an assorted selection of homemade jams. One of them will be apple butter, which I made from this year's apple harvest. The other two jams I will put in the pack of three that I'm giving are still to be determined. I'm still kind of kicking myself for not getting on the canning bandwagon back in the summer when the blueberries and the strawberries were ripe and in season, but I'll be on the ball for next year. <laughs> anyway, the jars come out to just $1.47 a piece. So if you were thinking about giving three assorted jams like I am, That's $5.50 for the jars, plus the cost of ingredients, which is usually the sugar, the fruit, and the pectin. Now, I love the idea of giving canned jams because it's a consumable in reusable packaging. My two favorite things, consumables and reusable packaging. Love it. A quick tip from a fellow listener here is that if you give canned anything as a gift, make sure you gently ask for your jars back once the gift has been consumed because the jars, if you keep buying them over and over again, that does get pricey. But if you get them back, now that's smart. Maybe you add a little note in the box, ask for those jars back. Okay, next up is to give some natural cleansers. I love this. You can buy two amber glass bottles and either print out on cards your favorite home cleaning recipes or fill the bottles yourself with the actual solution. Now, I have linked to my favorite bottles in this week's show notes, but the bottles come out to just $2.83 each. And so $2.83 for the jar, and then plus the cost of whatever the ingredients are for your cleansers. In my experience, I have found that most people are not averse to using natural cleansers, The problem is that they don't want to buy all the ingredients to make it themselves if it's not going to work. So if you do it for them, you may just convert some of your family members into using 
natural homemade cleansers in a glass bottle instead of a plastic one. Next up, idea number four is to give the gift of fresh air by giving houseplants. Houseplants, like beeswax candles, purify the air. So a potted plant is really incredibly thoughtful. Now, when you're buying the pots to hold your potted plant gift, be sure to head to thrift stores. I am willing to bet that you will find some perfectly adorable pots with lots of personality at a thrift store. Maybe, just maybe, if some of the house plants in your home need to be split and repotted, you can give away your existing plants. Otherwise, if you do need to buy plants, make sure you go to a reputable and local plant store. Don't go to Home Depot or Walmart. The quality of plants in those types of stores tends to be much lower than in the reputable plant retailers. All right, finally, my fifth and final gift suggestion to you is wool dryer balls. Wool dryer balls are the natural alternative to fabric softeners and dryer sheets. They naturally wick moisture away from clothes, which results in soft, fluffy laundry without the static cling and a shorter drying time. Making wool dryer balls at home can get expensive, and that's because 100% wool yarn isn't cheap. They come out to about $11 per ball, and I suggest giving at least three as a gift. But if you have 100% wool socks or sweaters lying around, or if you go to a thrift store and you find an old wool sweater for cheap, you can ball those socks or that pieces of that sweater up tightly and then wrap the yarn around that until it is completely covered. And this will save you some money on the yarn, and it will also repurpose those old wool items. Now, bonus points here, if you do decide to give wool dryer balls as gifts, maybe you give a little bottle with the essential oil and attach a little note on how to add a few drops of that essential oil to the ball before drying to make clothes smell wonderful. I personally like the scent of lavender, but that's just me. Moving right along to Act 3, is ethical purchasing ideas. Now, of course, right? Buying should always be your last resort. But that said, there are people on our list who require a purchase. That's just life. That's just the way it is. I am of the mindset that if we are going to purchase anyway, we might as well support sustainability with our dollars by buying from companies dedicated to doing things right. I have seven ideas for you as you consider your ethical purchases this holiday season. My first suggestion is for the kids, and my suggestion is Tegu blocks. Now, if you personally have children, you know that magnetic blocks are all the rage these days, right? And they're great because they encourage hours, literally hours of open-ended play. But the problem is that most of the magnetic blocks on the market are made with plastic. And I avoid plastic, especially for my children. That is why I like Tegu. Tegu blocks are made from wood. My young daughter loves their standard 14-piece set. And my older daughter loves their MagBot magnetic block set. 
The cool thing is that the MagBot set where you make a robot works with my younger daughter's 14-piece set. So all the Tegu blocks work together. They are naturally safe. There's no lead. There's no plastic. They're non-toxic. They have a water-based lacquer finish, and there's no small parts. Tegu blocks are a toy that will last for generations. They're well-made. And they're a toy that you'll want to keep for generations, too, because they're well-made. So check out the show notes. I have linked to the 14-piece set as well as the MagBot set for young and older kids alike. My next suggestion is for the person on your list who is always on the go. And the suggestion is Earth Heroes Zero Waste Lunch Kit. Now, if you have someone in your life that is always eating lunch outside of the home, they need this Zero Waste Lunch Kit. It is a thoughtfully designed kit that has everything, literally everything, (laughs) your loved one needs to make waste-free meals, including bamboo utensils, a reusable straw, two bento lunchboxes made of steel, beeswax wraps, and a reusable bag. I love that this set takes the work out of buying all those individual parts separately and instead combines them into a thoughtful package. Now, there's a 10% off code in this week's show notes for Earth Heroes Zero Waste Lunch Kit if you are interested, but we are moving right along now to an idea for the dogs in our lives, and that is Westpaw's newest toy called Rumpus. What I love about Westpaw as a company is that they are dedicated to sustainability. Their toys for dogs are made from recycled plastic. Now, if you're wondering, can recycled plastic be durable? The answer is absolutely yes. I have a big chewer in my family, Lucy the Yellow Lab, and Westpaw's toys are super durable, even for the toughest of chewers like Lucy. Now, their newest toy is called Rumpus, and it really keeps dogs engaged, not just physically, but also mentally, because the toy is designed to rock and roll and bounce and float. It is BPA and phthalate-free. It's non-toxic. And the coolest part is that Rumpus, as well as their other recycled plastic toys, infinitely recyclable. Yes, you heard that right. They're infinitely recyclable. So when your toy has run its life, you just send it back to Westpaw's Montana headquarters and they will recycle that toy into new dog toys. Amazing, right? I love it. Westpaw's new toy rumpus. Moving right along to a gift idea for the chefs in your life is Zipperoo's reusable sandwich and snack bag set. Now, it is high time for all of us to say goodbye to plastic Ziploc bags for good. The set I'm recommending from Zipperoo's includes five reusable bags of varying sizes. And what I love about Zipperoo's over all those other brands on the market is that Zipperoo's are much, keyword, much cheaper than alternatives on the market but they are still of incredibly high quality. I use them in my own home, and I am impressed with how well they've withstood the test of time, and they've withstood some roughness from my young kids. Now, a great idea here when it comes to holiday gift giving 
is to give the gift of Zipperoo's bags to your loved ones and fill those bags with holiday cookies, right? Perfect. But Zipperoo's don't have to be used just for food. They could be used for makeup or for traveling or in your purse to separate the cards from the hair elastics. But you get the point. My next gift suggestion is for the coffee lovers, and that is SF Bay Coffee. Minimalists love consumables, of course. Sustainable minimalists love consumables in thoughtful packaging. Now, when it comes to thoughtful packaging, SF Bay Coffee is the first coffee company to create a commercially compostable single-serve coffee pod. So if you or one of your loved ones are still using that coffee pod coffee maker, know that SF Bay creates commercially compostable coffee pods that fits in most machines. Now, if you're not using a coffee pod contraption, know that SF Bay is well on their way to making all their packaging for all their different products home compostable by 2020. Now, if you are a coffee lover like me, you know that all coffee is not created equal. And there are some really terrible coffees on the market out there. As a person who cannot live without two fresh cups of French pressed coffee every morning, I can say that SF Bay Coffee is amazing and I am a gigantic fan of their medium blend. All right, I have two suggestions left for you. My next suggestion is for the men. It is an heirloom quality razor made from reclaimed wood. The wood is from a Tennessee whiskey barrel, and each razor comes with a certificate of authenticity, which certifies that the wood is reclaimed from genuine, old-fashioned whiskey barrels. It's also waterproof. Now, the razor handle is compatible with Mach 3 razor heads, and if you want to personalize this gift for the man in your life, you can do that as well because the wooden handles can be engraved upon request. I love it. Now, finally, my final ethical gift suggestion for you today is for the tech-obsessed loved ones, and that is the Control-All-Clean Tech Cleaner from Full Circle. It's no surprise, right? The technology in our lives, we use it often, we use it frequently, and it gets dirty, right? I'm looking at my own laptop right now as I'm recording this, and it is gross. (laughs) That's why the tech-obsessed loved ones on your list need this 3-in-1 electronics cleanser. It's a keyboard brush, it's a detail nib, and it's a microfiber screen cloth all in one set designed to get the gunk out of the keyboard, the grossness out of those tricky edges, and wipe all the fingerprints and grease off your screen, right? This electronics cleaner, what I love, there are lots of electronics cleaners out on the market, but what I love about this one is that it is made of bamboo and recycled plastic. It's the perfect size to keep in your top drawer of your desk, and it's thoughtfully designed because the brush clips to the wiping pad for easy storage so you are ensured not to lose one of the pieces. I love it. So those are my seven suggestions for you as you start to think about buying ethically this holiday season. Now, before we close, I just want to mention that this week's eco tip is from me. (laughs) If you have children and if you are planning to give them gifts this year, this is my best tip for you. 
It is so easy to go overboard when gifting for your own children. I know. I know this is the case. It's the case in my life. I've been there. And it just happens despite our best intentions. For the past few years, my husband and I have been gifting our children the sustainable minimalist way by following the seven gift rule. And if you're not aware of the seven gift rule, it is essentially you give your children seven gifts, something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read, something to share, and something to experience. So seven intentional gifts, right? But as my husband and I are filling out these categories, we found in years past that there's often a real disconnect between him and I, between the two of us. Maybe my daughter needs a new winter coat, but that fits into two categories, the wear and the need. Or maybe she needs a winter coat and gloves. Do we buy them both? Then there's also the problem of when my husband buys something and doesn't tell me, and then before we know it, we've bought way too much. My tip for you is to nip this in the bud before it even starts by creating a working document for both you and your spouse that you can both edit in real time. So create an outline with the seven categories. For me, I create an editable note on my iPhone. I share it with my husband, and we put both children on the same note and write down the categories twice because the experience gift for both kids is usually the same. It's usually tickets to something. And the share gift is always the same because it's a gift where they're going to share it. So you need to have all your kids or both your kids, depending on how many kids you have, on the same note. Having a working document for you and your spouse will really force the two of you to be very intentional about filling out those categories. Only one item goes in each category, and once that category is filled, it is closed, right? So I hope that helps you as you are gifting your own children this holiday season. Now, one more plug for this week's show notes. You need them. Just trust me. They are at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 097. And on next week's show, we are talking about action-specific ways to inspire the next generation to become environmental stewards. I will see you then. Have a great week and take care.